Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. You know, I used to make this all very difficult. From posts I've seen and conversations I've had recently, there are others out there doing the same thing. One thing is taking the way Neville taught and making up a bunch of rules and procedures out of this. He taught for decades. Over the course of those years, he used a bunch of different ways to get his point across. He used the term mental diet a few times in a couple of his books and in some of his lectures, but he wasn't teaching a new technique. He was saying the same thing he always said, that imagining creates reality. What you feed yourself, what you feed your I amness, is what you're going to continue experiencing in your world. I've seen posts from people saying things like, I do my mental diet three times a day as if it's a technique. Listen, it is not a technique. It's not something you just do for a specified amount of time. Another way of saying mental diet is inner talk, inner conversations, reactions, assumptions. Everything you're imagining is your mental diet. It isn't anything on the outside either. Changing your mental diet isn't avoiding watching or reading the news. It's changing what you're feasting on in your imagination. It's how you react to the news and other outside events. Those reactions are feeding your I amness. And how you react comes from the state you're in. Why even watch the news? To stay informed? Why? Why do you need to stay informed? I need to find out the latest on the, the latest disease out there or what the government's doing or who's in charge now. Why? What state are you in that something MSNBC or Fox News or Sky News says matters to you? You don't need to worry about being informed. You are the informer. You are the one giving meaning to all things. Someone in a sickly state will react to medical headlines in a completely different way than another person in a healthy state, or someone who knows their body responds to what they're imagining, as does the rest of the world, even the laws of nature. It always reflects consciousness, what you are conscious of being. Yes, even the laws of nature. Those little reactions you have throughout your day or what you're feeding yourself, what you assume about yourself and others is your mental diet. Mental diet is not something you go on or do several times a day. It's what you're doing all the time. It's a, an all-you-can-eat, never-ending buffet for the imagination. <laughs> you are never not feeding your imagination. Neville tells the story of how when he was a child in Barbados, they'd have to sequester ducks that they planned to eat a couple of weeks in advance so they could change their diet from fish to corn and sour milk. 
He uses that as a teaching example in a couple of his books and some of his lectures. And then he says, we should do the same thing, change our mental diet to change our world. This is not anything different than when he says, change our inner conversations. All the same thing. And your reactions. Your reactions feed your I amness. You are all imagination. So when you're imagining, you are creating your world. And you're never not imagining. This is not something, you know, you're not small and separate and only pull this out as a tool to change this or that. Everything you are experiencing is a result of who and what you are conscious of being. Neville uses mental diet as another metaphor for imagination, for what you are imagining, what are you assuming to be true. It isn't the headlines on the news that have any, have any power or any effect on you, but your reactions to those headlines. It doesn't matter what any fact in the world says. You decide what that means to you. And I'm talking about symptoms in your body, news, the headline news, the latest on illnesses out there and diagnoses, or which man or woman is in charge of the government now, which party is leading the charge. You give meaning to all of that. And when you give any power to any of that, you're under the thumb of tyranny, the tyranny of secondary cause. And how you react to the news of the day is how you're feeding and what you're feeding your imagination. I've talked to some who told me they decided to go on a mental diet for a week. I did it for a week, Mike. I went on a mental diet for a week. I think there's even a book out there somewhere about a seven-day mental diet. Fill your days with positive affirmations and thoughts for a week and change your world. Well, the person I spoke to said they spent their day repeating affirmations for the whole week, seven days. But at the end of the week, their life was still a mess, no change. You can repeat an affirmation a thousand times or hire the best coaches, listen to 10 of Neville's lectures a day or all of my podcast episodes a dozen times over. And none of it will do you any good if you don't actually change what you're imagining. When I talk to people about this, I can tell some really don't know that imagining creates reality. They say it. I believe, Mike, I'm a believer, but they don't know it. They don't really know it. Because if they really knew it, then they would be committed to practicing this art of imagining daily. If you decide to really buy the pearl of great price, go all out and live by imagination, truly commit to it, I know you will see some of the most wonderful changes in your life. And you'll see that all of these, you know, worrying about terms and what does this mean? And none of that really matters. You can be the person you want to be. And the more you do this, the easier this gets for you. And the less important all of these things you must have are. You don't do a little session in the morning and then sink back into your old habit of worry and cursing the world and expect to really affect change in your life. I did it often. You know, I would imagine 
a scene. Okay, this is what I want. This is my desire. Let me imagine its fulfillment. Okay. And then get on with my day and not paying attention at all to my mental diet, to what I'm imagining throughout the day. This quote is from lesson three of Neville's core lectures. In book form, it's called Five Lessons. You should really check these out. They're from 1948, and they're a great primer on uh, Neville Goddard. He says, man is a psychological being, a thinker. It is not what he feeds upon physically, but what he feeds upon mentally that he becomes. We become the embodiment of that which we mentally feed upon. So what are you feeding upon? Because whatever you believe is what you're feeding yourself, what you're feeding your I amness. Whatever you believe, you'll receive. So if you continue feasting on worry and doubt and all of these inner conversations about how awful your life is or how awful that person is, and I can't believe they said that to me, why are they treating me like that? You'll continue receiving it. That's what Mark eleven twenty four says. It doesn't say whatever you ask for in prayer that's good for you or that makes you happy, you'll receive. It says whatever, and prayer is just movement toward your wish. That's what the word means. It's made up of the two Greek words. The first word meaning vicinity of, motion toward, and the second word, to wish. So you're always praying. You're always moving an imagination into a lovely state or an undesirable, unlovely state. It's your choice, but you're going to receive it. Whatever you believe for yourself and your world is what you're going to experience. That's what that verse is telling us. Now, that's why the writer of Philippians tells us to fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about those things that are excellent and worthy of praise. You can focus feelingly on the crap you've been giving life to, and that's what you'll continue expressing. Or you can imagine something lovely for yourself and enjoy this adventure. I love you, and this is Feeling Twisty.